You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. The state government will bring forward the ending of native timber logging in Victoria by six years. The government four years ago announced a plan to phase out native timber logging by 2030. This week, Treasurer Tim Pallas announced a transition package worth more than $200 million for the industry, including support for workers and families to exit the industry by the end of this year. The new package brings total support for the sector to $875 million, including existing worker support services and funding to transition to plantation timber. Workers will be offered up to $8,000 in retraining vouchers for courses outside the TAFE sector, while native timber mills will be eligible for a voluntary transition package. Regional Development Minister and Eastern Victoria MP Harriet Shing said the government would support workers, their families and their businesses through this earlier exit from the industry and help people and communities plan for the future. The union representing timber workers will mobilise members and their communities to negotiate a better worker and community support package. CFMEU Manufacturing Division National Secretary Michael O'Connor described the government's decision as gut-wrenching. According to the union, the accelerated shutdown plan would conservatively result in up to 1,000 more workers getting laid off next financial year compared to the initial 2019 plan. The Victorian Forest Alliance welcomed the announcement, with spokesman Chris Sharinga saying this was a monumental win for forests, wildlife and climate. Mr Sharinga said the next priority was to focus on supporting workers through a just transition and restoring Victoria's native forests. Gippsland East State MP Tim Bull said the $200 million compensation package won't go anywhere near meeting the payouts required to individuals. Mr Bull said the government had bowed to inner city green pressure. Gippsland Federal MP Darren Chester said the plan to shut down the native timber industry in 2024 was a plan to kill country towns, kill wildlife and kill Australian jobs. The compensation was just one example of funding announced for the region in the state budget this week. Alongside work to re-establish the State Electricity Commission to be based in Mall, the government will continue the work of the Latrobe Valley Authority with $7 million for programs like the Ladder Step Up Program and Inclusive Worker Transition Program, while $5 million will go towards establishing a clean energy centre at TAFE Gippsland. Funding has been allocated for the planning and early works for the second stage of the Wanthaggy Hospital upgrade, as well as the new West Gippsland Hospital and a new 30-bed aged care facility at Mafra Hospital. $6.7 million has been allocated for the funding of Wanthaggy North Primary School, with planning to also begin for the upgrade of San Remo Primary School. Funding has also been confirmed for a new fire station in Yarram. Also in the budget, the government will abolish stamp duty for commercial and industrial properties and replace with an annual property tax from July the 1st next year. From the middle of 2024, commercial and industrial properties will transition to the new system as they are sold, with the annual property tax to be payable from 10 years after the transaction. Victorian Chamber of Commerce and Industry CEO Paul Guerra said the reform would accelerate building upgrades, stimulate investment in commercial property and free up more capital for business. Mr Guerra, however, said additional taxes on medium to large businesses would be difficult to absorb. ESSO Australia will soon begin the next stages of decommissioning its gas activities in Bass Strait. ESSO yesterday announced it would begin a commercial tender process which would see experienced heavy lift contractors bid to execute decommissioning activities. Contractors will propose ways to complete the offshore removal, transportation and onshore recycling and disposal efforts. Contracts will be awarded early next year. ExxonMobil Australia Chairman Dylan Pugh said the technical tender completed at the end of last year allowed the company to assess a variety of ways in which the complex task of decommissioning offshore facilities could be undertaken. Mr Pugh said ESSO was committed to meeting stakeholder consultation requirements as it continues to progress work efforts across multiple work fronts. ESSO Australia has completed almost $1 billion of early decommissioning works over the past five years in Bass Strait. 
This includes the plug and abandonment of 88 wells offshore using two platform-based rigs as well as a multi-purpose support vessel and semi-submersible rig which is set to arrive later this year. Three subsea facilities, Seahorse, Blackback and Tarwine, have successfully been removed while plug and abandonment has been completed on Whiting, Kingfish Bee, Mackerel and Fortescue. A woman has died in hospital following a two-car collision in Tangil South earlier this month. On May 2nd, emergency services were called to the scene on Purvis Road to find a stolen gold Nissan Ute had collided with a blue Hyundai Accent about 4.30pm. The driver of the Hyundai sustained life-threatening injuries and was conveyed to hospital, but the 59-year-old Maui woman died in hospital last Thursday. Investigators have been told the driver of the ute fled the scene. A 30-year-old Trogan man was later arrested and released pending further inquiries. Major Collision Investigation Unit detectives are continuing to investigate the circumstances surrounding the collision. Anyone who witnessed the incident has dashcam footage or information has been asked to phone Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000. This is 1039 Life FM Gippsland.